Good morning. We praise and thank the Lord for another Sunday that we can worship our Lord. In spite of this uh, COVID virus, we can still worship Him at home and the Word of God is not in chain. We are also thankful that we can continue to serve Him even in difficult times like this. We are thankful for the involvement of UECP family to share the love of God through relief distribution and monetary assistance to some of the urban poor areas, especially to where our, our missionaries are serving. And we are also thankful that there are many churches that from Bicol down to Mindanao that had received blessing assistance from our church. Aside from communities, churches, and our mission ministry partners, many hospitals also receive PPE. And the hospital where my son works is also a recipient, and they are very thankful for our generous hearts. I once asked my son how is duty these days. He told me there are limited patients, and they only do operations for emergency cases. And there are patients who are alone. There are patients who are in fear. There are patients who, who are in difficult situations, financially at times. There are those who are in financial difficulty. And therein my son would share Christ. Knowing that only the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is the only hope and that would determine their eternal dest destiny. Likewise, today many hearts are in bondage of fear, anxiety, and uncertainty of what lies ahead due to this coronavirus, which is indeed very destructive to the point it causes grief that separates loved ones. We do not know how much more lives this virus would claim, and we are unsure how long this COVID-19 will remain active. It would take months and even years. Aside from this COVID-19, there is one more virus that is more powerful and lethal. It is called the SIN virus, the SIN virus. This SIN problem has brought death to all people, not just thousands or hundreds of thousands, but to all human beings. Sin also brought spiritual death, which is separation from God. Without God, we are captivated with fear of uncertainty, fear of death, and a hopeless future destiny. But we praise and thank the Lord that He is love, that He is merciful, that He designed a redemptive plan, a mission to reach down to man's brokenness and hopelessness to rescue men from sin, which we will emphasize this mission month with our team to make God's mission our mission. This morning topic is about God's mission. And the next three Sundays is about our mission, which is to pray, to give, and to go. Reverend Dr. Albert Wu, Executive Director of Frontier Hong Kong, as our keynote speaker, he will speak for the next two Sundays. And the last Sunday on June 28th, Elder Dan Kura, President of FEBC 
will be our speaker. Our Bible verse for today is in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 10. It says, as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. In the New Living Translation, it says, and this is the plan of God. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Now, the big picture of this verse is in Genesis. It tells us that through Adam, that paradise was lost. And in Revelation, the last book of the Bible, in the last two chapters, Revelation 21 and 22, that in Christ, paradise was regained. And in between Genesis and Revelation is the story of God's redemptive plan for creation. God's mission of redemption. How he rescued men from their sin. And at the center of redemption is the cross of Christ, redeeming the fallen creation. And the community of believers, those who accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, those who had a personal encounter with Jesus, like Mary Magdalene, like the woman in the well of John chapter 4, like Paul, the disciple who encountered Christ on the road to Damascus. In other words, those who have a personal encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ and accepted Jesus Christ as Savior through repentance of sin by faith in Him are the redeemed people of God. They are the redeemed people of God. And there are three dimensions of the redeemed as set forth in this verse in Ephesians 1.10. As planned for the fullness of time to unite all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. And the first dimension of the redeemed is that the past life of the redeemed. The past life of of the redeemed, as planned for the fullness of time. This tells us that this indicates a history, that something in the past had happened, that a plan was proposed. It is a mission planned by God for the redemption of mankind or to redeem humanity from sin after the fall of Adam. And right after the fall of Adam in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, that God promised a redeemer. In Genesis 22, verse 13, we can see that God commanded Abraham to sacrifice his only son Isaac. But God intervened and provided a ram, a male lamb, instead of Isaac for the sacrifice, which picture Christ as the sacrificial lamb of God. And in Psalm 23, when the psalmist declared, the Lord is my shepherd, in John chapter 10, Jesus claimed to be the good shepherd who provides, delivers, and redeems the psalmist from the power of death. In verse 4, when the psalmist said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. And in verse 6, it tells us, 
and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The Lord, the good Lord, the good shepherd is with him even in the shadow of death and lead him to the dwelling place of God for and there he will be forever. In Daniel chapter 3, there are three friends of Daniel who was thrown into the fairy furnace, but they were not harmed nor consumed. And King Nebuchadnezzar saw four people instead of three that he thrown into the fairy furnace. And the fourth man is symbolic of Christ, the Redeemer of God's people. Through the Old Testament, the Redeemer also was prophesied by prophets in various occasions. In Acts chapter 10, verse 43, it tells us, All the prophets bear witness that everyone who believes in Jesus receives forgiveness of sin through his name. And in the fullness of time, the Redeemer, the Word who is God, became flesh in the person of Jesus to redeem the lost for the glory of God. As the Apostle Paul wrote this letter of Ephesians, it was intended for the redeemed, for the Christian. And in, in chapter 2, verse 1 to verse 3, Paul reminded the Christian of their past life that they were at one time dead spiritually because of sin, controlled by the power of darkness, and they were object of God's judgment like the rest of mankind. In understanding the nature of human condition, under the captivity or control or slavery of sin, the act of divine intervention or redemption is necessary. No human effort or capability can redeem sin under the control and power of darkness, but only divine power and authority. This is why Jesus came and redeemed us from the power of sin. Actually, Jesus ransomed us at a very high price by the shedding of his blood at the cross. Jesus said the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. Jesus came to redeem us, to redeem, to reveal God in humanity, to overcome the works of darkness, such as fear, worries, sicknesses, hatred, wickedness, and set us free from all lies, even death, as the result of the fall in Genesis chapter 3. The Bible also pictures us in the past as ungodly, as sinner, as wicked, but redeemed by Christ by the shedding of His blood for the forgiveness of our sins in accordance to the riches of His grace. This is the past life of the redeemed. This is our past life as Christian, dead spiritually but redeemed by the Lord Jesus Christ, a mission by God through Christ. Secondly, the present life of the redeemed. The present life of the redeemed, reunited, a plan for the fullness of time to unite, to unite all things in Christ. To unite. It means when there there's a plan to unite something, it implies that there was separation. It could be there was brokenness in the past. 
or something was lost, something was disconnected, disarray or torn apart that needs restoration or reconciliation or to be united. Those who are reunited or gathered in Christ are the redeemed as one body in the Lord Jesus Christ who responded to the redemptive plan of God for salvation. An intelligent person, an intelligent, very intelligent mind without Christ cannot comprehend the greatness of God, maybe like Nicodemus at first. But the greatest sinner whose heart is fully surrendered to Christ can experience the love and mercy of God beyond human understanding. They are the redeemed and transformed community of believers in Christ. Sometimes it is quite weird for others to see Christian in the restaurant praying before meal. Sometimes we are giving thanks to God despite of the trials, the problems that we encounter in this life. This is the new normal life of believers after they accepted Christ as their personal Savior. And the redeemed, aside from this new, new life that we have in Christ, the redeemed also are beneficiary of the spiritual blessings that can be found in Christ alone. In Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3, that every spiritual blessings we have is from our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible also tells us that in Christ we are a new creation. The old has passed, behold, the new has come. When the Bible tells us the word behold, it means that something grandiose, something great, something marvelous that would happen. And the redeemed, we, are, we can behold of the blessings that we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. It can be found in Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. It tells us that once we are spiritually dead, but now we are alive in Christ. Once we are strangers to God, now adopted children of God. Once we are living in darkness, controlled by the power of darkness, now we are transferred to the light of His Son. Once without hope, now we are assured of being with God for eternity. Once we are slave of sin, now we are set free and forgiven. Once we are enemy of God, now we are at peace with God. Once separated from God, now we are already reconciled with God. Once a sinner, now in the eyes of God, we are saints because we are washed and cleansed by the blood of Jesus from all sin. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of God and prepared for good works under the leadership of Christ, the Lordship of Christ, for the praise and glory of our God. This is who we are, our present life in the Lord Jesus Christ, as redeemed people of God. And the third, the future life of the redeemed. The future life of the redeemed, as planned for the fullness of time to unite all things in Christ, things in heaven and things on earth. To unite things in heaven and things on earth. Now Paul described in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 21 and verse 22, that God raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at the right hand of God, far above all rule and authority, power and dominion in all things in this age and the age to come, to put 
all things under his feet as head as the head in all things to put all things under his feet whether in heaven and on earth to put all things at the feet of Christ and Christ rule as the head in all things now we can see around these two months this past two months we could observe in the streets many streets are like ghost towns especially here in metro manila very few people and as unusual indeed because metro manila is very populated it is like a novel or a movie fiction an event what had happened that we never imagined that could happen but it really happened not only here in metro manila but it's global affecting every walks of life the unusual event in these last few months caused a lot of stress a lot of anxiety and we are hoping it will soon return to normal but in reality the lockdown that had happened the past months could only be a glimpse of what's soon to happen in a bigger picture with a permanent lockdown a lockdown not in our earthly home but a lockdown in heaven our permanent home in paradise the redeemed paradise the pandemic today is a glimpse of the rapture of the rapture when jesus will come again he will come like a thief and take christians to be with him for eternity it will be a permanent event and those who will be left behind on this earth they will be very much surprised for the sudden disappearance of the christians without warning and nowhere to be found on this earth then fear chaos devastations are far worse will be upon those who are left behind and this will surely come to pass and only if one would acknowledge that he is a sinner repent of his sins believe in the lord jesus christ in his heart that jesus died for his sins and accept jesus by faith as personal savior confess jesus as lord then that person will be saved it will be any one of us who confess and profess jesus to be his savior only then can we be saved when jesus will return and to all who receive jesus as savior god will give the right to become children of god and when jesus will return he will likewise take those who accepted him as savior and will be with him for eternity friends the return of our lord jesus christ is not a man-made story it is not a fiction but a reality will happen soon anytime today we are caught unaware of this pandemic and this new normal life that we live in but actually it's abnormal life that we live in like wearing masks washing hands often distancing staying home having meeting with in zoom online worship and many more are new normal that on how we live today though it's for many of us it seems very abnormal but one day all these things will not only become new normal but heavenly perfectly normal in untwinkling of an eye there will be no more nights 
in a twinkling of an eye, there will be no more sun, no more sufferings, no more tears. And we can hear the angels, the angels in heaven singing, Hallelujah to the Lamb. We no longer experience body pain or dialysis for those who are sick. Nor do we need any wheelchair for those who are disabled. No more death and everything will become new, including a glorified body that will transform our temporal earthly bodies and will be in our heavenly home. That in the very presence of our Lord, in union with Him, for the glory of God forever and ever. This is the future destiny of the redeemed in Christ, where heaven and earth, where Jesus will be the Lord, where every tongue shall confess Jesus is Lord and every knee shall bow before Him. And this will happen anytime as promised by God through His unchanging word. Everything else will pass, but the word of God, His promises, will stand forever. Brethren, Christ is the center figure in redemption. The one exalted by God through whom all things are, were created, through Him and for Him, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 16. And through Him to reconcile all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of His cross, in Colossians chapter 1, verse 20. Here we can see there is no other sacrifice, there is no other means, there is no other alternatives or other plans, nor God has any plan B or plan C for us to receive forgiveness of sins or to be reconciled to God, but only through what Jesus had done at the cross of Calvary. Therefore, we are to make every opportunity to proclaim Christ. And this is why our church invests much for mission work. Today, we partner with 26 parachurch organizations. We support more than 50 missionaries assigned in different parts of the country and beyond. We have missionaries in Nepal. We have supported missionaries in Indonesia, in Kazakhstan, in Cambodia, in Myanmar, even in Paris or Singapore. And besides, last year, we supported 18 seminarians, local and foreign, and three homegrown seminarians have just graduated, and two will be assigned in Dabao, and one will be assigned in Puerto Princesa. We also support missionaries from third world countries that were enrolled in different seminaries here in Manila, and they were from Bangladesh, from Congo, Sri Lanka, Pakistan, and even China. And they were trained, and they, were, they will be equipped for the mission field ahead of them to be entrusted by the Lord. The, these missionaries, these seminarians, they have left their country, they have left their career, and loved ones for the sake of Christ. Therefore, it is also our response we cannot go, but we can invest. We can invest. And our investment for the mission field, for this missionary to proclaim Christ, will not be in vain. But it will accomplish God's mission by redeeming those who are lost. By redeeming souls to be ushered to the kingdom of God 
as they proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ.